sweet beautiful loves and welcome to the badass bohemian podcast i am madeline your host and as always it is such an honor to be here to be walking this journey with you all and to be dancing through life to be crying to be hugging to be connected through the portals of this podcast or instagram or however we're connected so thank you for being here and, you know, the season of life is serving so many lessons, so many opportunities to lean in, to feel, to heal. And it's funny how we can be on this like health, self-development, spirituality journey. There's always this language around healing, healing this, healing that. Healing is not linear. And... And I'm in it. I'm in it with you. And I'm also asking myself and reflecting, like, how long and how much are we going to be on this healing framework? Because when we, like, continue to subscribe to that narrative, it's like, are we just, are we just keeping ourselves in that loop right it's like there's so much all the time in every moment and every breath and and every day and every step there's room to grow literally forever and I also think that we can kind of let the sabotage and the fear and everything lead the way sometimes when we're like yeah I'm healing I'm healing I'm healing And I want to be an active participant in this healing journey and also know when to let the the shadows come to the light and complete the cycles. So, yeah, thank you for being here, loves. I am literally watching the moon rise and the sun set behind me. I decided to face the moon because I love her so much. And she holds and shares so much wisdom and you know I've had a very watery day a very emotional day (laughs) and 
and I cried most of the first half of, of the day. And this place, this space, this community, because this podcast is really like a community, I just felt called to come be on the mic and share, share from the heart, share from the womb, the womb wisdom. My cycle's right around the corner, hence why I've been crying. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> and I'm aligned, my bleed is aligned with the full moon right now in this season of life. And if you're curious about syncing your cycles, then I would highly recommend listening back to one of the episodes that I recorded on reclaim and realign your cycles. And there's also a free downloadable PDF on my website, Reclaim and Realign, that talks about the four different phases of our cycles, the different nutrition patterns, nourishment that we can provide our bodies during the different cycles, and also our different creative or business energy during those during those cycles, um, and movement patterns that we can follow, and also syncing with the different phases of the moon. Most women naturally bleed with the new moon. That's historically when women are said to bleed and then ovulate with the full moon. But I am personally on the reverse and a lot of women can also be on the reverse end of bleeding with the full moon and ovulating with the new moon. And then you can also fall in the first quarter or last quarter. What really is important, though, is asking if your body is naturally bleeding. Like, are you on any hormonal birth controls or are you receiving a natural hormone? Or, yeah, like your natural hormones are working so that you are bleeding with your body's rhythms, how it's meant to. So, and that's honestly what I'm here to talk about today is sharing with you guys this very raw expression of the womb and cervical healing journey that I've been on. I recorded an episode last full moon when I was bleeding and it was a very raw episode that I may or may not share, but it wasn't super clear when I listened back and I was like, hmm. It's not feeling like a full body yes to share this. So here I am. Mercury's out of retrograde. And <laughs> when I recorded last, it was still in retrograde. So today I'm just showing up. I'm showing up on this journey. And I just met with my naturopath. And it was a beautiful reflection to receive just validation and confirmation that I'm doing the right steps and that I'm not alone. That's the biggest thing that I continuously come back to on this journey of remembering that we are not alone, that we are not meant to experience this life alone. And this navigation, this health obstacle that I've been facing is an invitation and it's also very common and it's not commonly talked about so i'm mustering up the courage to bring those shadows to the light just like this full moon is doing for us when the moon shines bright it reminds us to bring 
what is no longer serving us, what is under the surface, what has been buried and bring it up, let it be released, let it be cleansed. And we're also in a season of newness, of change, of the fall equinox that just happened over the weekend. And we're entering this, you know, yeah, just a radical shift that it really feels that way. Like everything around is changing so much. And all I want to do, friends, all I want to do is book an A-frame cabin and go to the woods (laughs) and just like frolic in the woods and and like be with the land that's literally all my soul wants to do is make tea and cacao and and meditate and dance and that's really like the desire that's within me and while noticing that I also noticed that or know that right now I'm in a walking prayer I'm in a walking ceremony of the life that I've manifested that I've asked for and meeting this present moment with gratitude and compassion for what is present and we live in a society that it can be really hard to be present we can really want to wish away all that's happening to us and you know there's all this emphasis on the future forward thinking and like who do you want to become and what do you desire in life and we're constantly manifesting we're constantly manifesting with our thoughts with our words and I notice myself just like wishing this all away I'm looking forward to like when I have my beloved and we live on land and And we have the retreat house and we're hosting this, that, and the other thing. And I trust in that vision full heartedly. And I also am leaning deep into (laughs) what is here for me. And instead of running when things get hard, like diving in and saying, okay, thank you. I love you. I love this, this you know this manifestation that is what I've created and there is so much happening that is like the it's the harvest season so you know I'm so grateful to lead this life to lead a team of so many beautiful yogis I'm so grateful to have a home for the badass bohemian her healing space that is flourishing and to be hosting retreats and and cacao ceremonies and events on a monthly basis and be witnessing clients through their transformations like this is the prayer and i've also been reforming my relationship with prayer so if you've heard that come up and that's kind of ooh, hitting something inside of you then it's okay like take what resonates and leave what all what doesn't always always take what resonates leave what doesn't i'll say it again and again and again and know that that's okay and my relationship with prayer you know um I grew up catholic and we had so many strict rules about what that looked like and the idea of someone up there in the clouds a man 
figure like judging what we do and like praying for forgiveness and that my friends I simply don't resonate with um I believe that prayer is powerful it's intention and it's just about putting your positive energy into the world and and allowing that to ripple back and instead of like praying for things to happen it's really just rooting in gratitude and and yes there is also like for instance today I know that there was a very very special and sacred um, and pivotal meeting that happened on the island of Maui I'm pretty sure it was in Lahaina but don't quote me on the details and it was a decision like there was a decision being made about what's been going on with the fires and how the land is going to be treated and the island all the all the things so this morning I woke up and also it's my sister's birthday it's my grandpa's birthday and so like my cycles around the corner all these things and I woke up and all I wanted to do was just pray this morning and so I just created an altar for cacao and I dropped into prayer and over the weekend this past weekend I held two ceremonies and was navigating a lot of grief and frustration um towards some unfortunate events that happened at the studio and I'm like okay I'm being invited to pray and it's been a journey to reestablish that relationship okay I'm realizing that I totally go on these tangents and that's beautiful. I'm trusting in the flow. So thank you for staying with me. (coughs) And coming back into loving awareness with the intention of this podcast and this expression is to share this really, really, really beautiful journey that I've been navigating and challenging journey excuse me there's a plane flying if you hear it (laughs) Mm, so yeah just navigating this creation of deep intimacy and devotion to leading a life from the sacred space of the womb the womb wisdom and whether you're male or female or however you identify you are welcome and and in fact very much invited to have a seat at this table of this conversation so like literally imagine that we're all sitting around the table drinking tea and talking about this conversation (laughs) so um everyone is welcome here and in fact it's important that everyone sits at this table and has this conversation and i've recorded other episodes and spoken on this previously of just the vital importance and this burning passion that lives within me to bring these uncomfortable conversations up like the conversations around sex education and hormone health and things that might be polarized that are charged conversations but they don't have to be we can we can all carry different beliefs and I want everyone to know that I deeply deeply respect 
our Western med system, and I also respect and root myself in natural remedies and holistic treatments in the knowings that the earth has what we need, that we are actually in this process of remembering what our bodies are meant to do. And it's healthy to question our modern ways of being. And I think that there's room and space for both of it. There's a reason that our medical system and that our technology and everything has advanced to where it is and for that I'm so grateful. I'm grateful for the invention of pap smears that have led to so many diagnoses and understanding and knowings of cervical cancer before it turned into cervical cancer or I'm grateful for emergency surgeries or things that save lives. I'm grateful for nurses and doctors and everyone who shows up in service for health and I question how much are they really and maybe not the person but the bigger systems at play is it really about health? You know, I worked for a healthcare company in insurance for about a year, which isn't that long because it was like a soul-sucking job, but it was enough of a glimpse into the way that things work, the the systems at play, the dollars and the the real driving force behind a lot of the system the system being the healthcare system, which is actually more of a sick care system that's thriving off of money, you know, and, and like for treatments that keep people alive or people are dependent on, it's wildly expensive. And you know what is the most readily available thing for every single one of us? is things like movement. Movement's free. Movement is free, babes. So moving our bodies and finding nourishing foods, I recognize that that comes at a cost and there's food deserts and there's all these factors to consider, but consciously choosing what comes into our bodies, how we daily show up in practices that allow our bodies to move. So yeah, so I want to invite us to take our hands and just place your hands to your womb space and take a few deep breaths, male, female, however you identify. This center is our space of creativity. So let's take a deep breath in. Exhale, let it go. And breathe in lots of love. And exhale, lots of love. And you can stay there, pause this, and connect, obviously, if you're in a safe place. And, yeah, this place. I'll speak in the terms of she, as I do identify as a woman, someone who has a womb, a a womb. And, you know... (coughs) I'll go back to the timeline of being on hormonal birth control. 
So I went on hormonal birth control around age 15 and the driving force behind that was because I had acne and I just wanted to clear my acne. I did proactive, I tried other things, prescription um, treatments for my skin and you know it's interesting to reflect back and think like they didn't ask you know how's your diet what are you eating and it's like oh well pizza and like fried foods that of course would naturally lead to acne um so that was the main reason to clear my skin and then I did have a partner once I was like 16 I believe um and then it was like, okay, now I'm on the pill to prevent pregnancy. Because at that age, like becoming pregnant was like the scariest thing. It's wild how much fear is instilled in us about that process. It's like, it's like your life is over if you become pregnant. And we all have that like deep fear. And we all think that we're like 24 seven fertile. And we don't even understand how fertility really works you know, they might teach us if you're lucky in health class, but they don't treat it with the respect that it deserves when we're talking about our cycles. And in sex education, if you even have it, a lot of schools teach abstinence only or they make it super awkward. They they have someone who's not even qualified to teach sex ed, teach sex ed. And I know that we had like gym teachers teaching us and it was just never really like nothing of those teachings sticks out in my brain. Like I'm in a process of like peeling it back and and it's coming back slowly, but nothing really sticks out. I just know that there was like awkwardness and um, the girls went here and the boys went there and we were separated. And that fact alone really frustrates me because It should be a collective conversation. Girls and boys should know what's happening with a girl's body because, you know, the sex happens between like the the girl and the boy. Or if you're if you identify as gay or lesbian, it doesn't matter. We all need to have this these conversations. Right. And talking about pleasure and consent and all of these things. I mean, for instance, many women, if you're listening and men, think that the vagina is what is the external piece that is visible. And that's actually the vulva, but no one talks about that. So we don't even know basic anatomy. And that to me is so interesting and frustrating and all of those things. Um, but it leads me on this path of, of immense curiosity. And so I'm in this study and will be for a while, but I'm sharing with you guys the path and the journey along the way. Um, and I did do research in, in high school and college and wrote some papers around women's health. And it's interesting how these all weave together to, to form the story and the path that I'm currently leading. So so I'm on birth control and continue to be, and honestly, I had so many mental health issues while being on it, and I would have breakthrough bleeding and all these symptoms that raised red flags, and I was like, hmm, my body is talking to me. Pause. 
needed some hydration. So I would be like, my body, she's talking to me and I'm trying to listen. But when I asked questions to my OBGYN, I was just met with consistently told the phrase, oh, it's normal. Oh, it's normal. Oh, it's normal. Just take your sugar pill, skip your period entirely and like, you'll be fine. And I'm like, how on earth is that a solution? I remember um, at one point having a very severe UTI that was incredibly uncomfortable. It, it felt like kidney stones. It led me to going to the ER and I was like profusely, you know, just puking and it was so uncomfortable. And I was on the birth control pill and... I had blood clots and they were like, are you sure you don't have your period? And I was like, no, I don't. So then I went to a series of doctors, like urine, uh, urinalysis or a urologist. There we go. <laughs> a urologist. I went to a uh, GI doctor who I later found out was inappropriately billing like people, clients. And it's just, oh, it, it, it just really all it's like throwing logs and paper on the fire and the fire is ablazing within me and I'm also like cooling it down by giving myself demulsants no that's my herbal coming out but just cooling it down by coming into my body grieving crying um letting the water flow to to move this fire right and and yeah it's it's a process and it's a journey so anyways fast forward a couple years down the line I'm still having problems with the pill and I'm consistently in the gym I'm like married to the gym you guys know that if you've been here for a while I used to be heavy in the gym and health coaching and nutrition and that was my life and then I started to like, well, I was always very like spiritual as well and holistic based, but I was at one point very in the masculine and I was still on birth control. And it's interesting to put those two together because birth control really puts you in the luteal phase and it shuts down the communication between your brain and ovaries. So it also depletes your vitamin levels. And that's key to what I'm going to allude to in a bit or speak on in a bit. But basically, I also want to preface that your body, your choice fully, fully, fully. And I'm also for informed choice. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't go back in time and change a thing because it's all led me to where I am. And I don't believe in regret. Um, and I also do like reflect back and desire that there was some more like support but I know that moving forward if the universe has it that I have a daughter then I will empower her with all this information for her to make informed choices and even if I don't have a daughter if I have a son or even you know whatever is in store um I just nieces nephews like I want to empower them with the information to be educated and aware about our bodies, our bodily sovereignty. And so, 
eventually I'm on the pill, I'm on the pill, I'm going to the gym, I'm doing my thing, but I definitely had a lot of mental health. I had struggles. I had panic attacks. I had, you know, as dark as the darkest thoughts of depression could go. Um, I've been there and it would come up in breakups. It would come up, um, in the consistent grieving of my boyfriend who passed at the age of 14, who I still grieve to this day. Um, and yeah, just a lot, a lot of gut problems as well. So all of that started to lead me to really question like what's really going on here. So I moved to Arizona and someone mentioned, (laughs) this is literally what sparked my curiosity with what's going on with the birth control pill. Someone mentioned that your like your muscles and basically your gains at the gym could be affected by being on the pill and I was like hmm well that's interesting so then I just started doing some research and all this came up about what the birth control was doing to our bodies what the pill was doing the hormonal birth control so I read the book Beyond the Pill by Dr. Jolene Brighton I started listening to different podcasts and gathering some information. Now, I want to remind us that we are in the age of information and there is literally so much available at any point, at any time, and everyone claims to be experts and I am not claiming to be an expert. I am full on a student sharing with you the information that I am aware of and I deeply encourage everyone clients and otherwise to do their own research as well and to ask the vital questions and to be an advocate for yourself right so I started listening to podcasts doing all the things and I was like damn this is what's happening to my body so I started to get some supplements at the time I was listening to someone who recommended being plant-based which I honestly wouldn't recommend for my personal body but everyone's body's different so I make the decision to cleanse off and originally had a breakthrough bleed but when you bleed originally it's not a true period it's just a hormonal um, drop-off so then I was on a process of recovering my natural cycle and I remember it originally came back I'm pretty sure with the new moon so I came off in September of 2021 and then I didn't get like a true cycle until like the new moon of like February or March because I think it was March because I remember I was with my previous partner so yeah so that happened and I was like oh my gosh yay I have my cycle back things are great (laughs) she thought um (laughs) but I felt really good and I just felt my intuition coming back online I felt all well my intuition was always there but like you can really connect with your true self when you're operating from your natural hormones so I'm on this journey and I was like things are good I feel good in my body I'm like reclaiming a home within her like this is great right and then I go see my normal gynecologist I tell her like yeah I cleansed off the birth control pill and 
actually this was a new gynecologist Pre- previous to that i had a man which i was like eh, i'm done seeing a man because i want to see someone who knows what it's like to have ovaries and and oh, <laughs> a womb so <clears throat> i'm like yeah i'm gonna see a, a woman and so i see someone back in my hometown buffalo new york and yeah like i was like all right i don't know how much i like this doctor but we're gonna write it out and you know i was immediately met with oh by the way you have a yeast infection and da, 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 you also mm, this is like this is still and a journey for me to share and <coughs> And basically, I get test results saying that I have abnormal cells, and they just tell me there's another part to this diagnosis that I'm not ready to fully drop to you guys because it's very, very, very intimate. So I'll drop that when I'm ready. But basically, I have abnormal abnormal cells on my cervix, but they just tell me you're going to be fine. You're young. Your body's going to be fine. So don't worry about it. I'm not kidding. That's what they tell you. I tell my partner at the time and was immediately met with so much shame, so much blame, so much, uh, what's the word? Projections, um, fear. And it was just wildly uncomfortable as if I didn't already feel all the feelings from receiving a diagnosis. I was not met with compassion. Eventually this person, they did transmute and shift out of that place and they met me with some compassion, but it it just continued to infiltrate um, through the relationship and eventually led to the end of that. And it, it put pain on top of shame to a place that I was like being invited to heal. And so, so that was in December. They said, come back in six months and we'll do a follow-up pap. And if you don't know what a pap smear is, that is what most women, if you go to the OBGYN, they do a, like a smear of your of your pelvic floor if if i'm using that correctly honestly y'all i'm still learning the medical terms and all the things um but they basically you know they take a swab of your yeah oof ooh yeah she's got learning to do but <laughs> you guys know what i mean it's when they're they test if you if you're a woman that is it's when they go in and they they basically do a swab you get the clamps they go up you they take a little swab and it's uncomfortable it doesn't feel good sometimes there's bleeding um and if you're sensitive like it's it's really not a fun time but yeah so um so i get the results and they're like just wait six months i'm like okay whatever I broke up with that partner or released that partner. The universe just worked its magic to let that happen then in February. So then come May, I'm grounded in a new home and a new everything shifted. 
and I was recommended to see this naturopath who is my now naturopath and she was like she immediately met me with compassion and and knowing that this is so common what I'm experiencing is wildly common and so that was affirming validating and also when I would call my original doctor I was consistently met with there's nothing you can do yes men can get this but they just spread it around and there's no test for men and women yeah like you you have eight abnormal cells but like your body should be fine I'm like what the fuck does this mean so then um I wait I go see the naturopath she has a protocol that she recommends but I'm like okay healthy skepticism is always good to have I'm gonna do my own research and then come back eventually um, I get my follow-up pap. Turns out I still have atypical cells. I'm high risk. And so they want me to get a colposcopy. And that's the next step. Colposcopy is when they could do a biopsy. They don't always do a biopsy, but they swab your cervix. And it's in, it's invasive. And it's like a surgical procedure. And it's a lot of stress on that on the body. And so upon further research diving into the work of cervical wellness and really understanding my anatomy understanding my body being in devotion to this healing and understanding that it takes a daily practice of nourishing the body of moving from a place of love of devoting time to connect and to slow down to set healthy boundaries so that I can just make my meals and not be like a consistently go 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 because it's easy for me to fill my life up when I love what I do I can fill it to the brim but I'm not of best service if my body is telling me you need to heal you need to listen to me And the fact that my body still showed these atypical cells and it hasn't fully healed yet shows me that there's deeper work to do, that there's invitations here, that I'm being invited to face off with not just the womb, but like the cervix, the deep pelvis. And if you don't know what the cervix is, it's the part inside of you that basically connects it's the part inside of us that like if you've ever experienced we're gonna get real here gonna get deep if you experience penetration and there's like an end to that like you're like oh ow um that's where the cervix lies that's the best way i can describe it in this moment but it's the deep pelvis (laughs) so we're on a journey of healing this area and this space and it's a portal this energy that is creation and yeah we're not really taught to 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 focus on this and to connect to this space and honestly we're often taught to really not love this space there can be a lot of shame there and i think it's interesting that this study that i've been in with cosmic herbalism which is 
medical astrology connected to herbalism. I'm a Scorpio sun. Scorpio rules the genitals and I'm having this like manifestation of this very important space. And I've been saying for years that I actually want to get into like um, being a sex coach <laughs> um, and working with women on this space. And I didn't know how that would manifest. I also have had visions and have had coaches reflect back that they're like, I see something with herbs with you. And so I think it's all weaving together and I'm trusting in divine time, but sensuality and, and sexuality and intimacy are things that I feel deeply called to to empower women and and beings of all kinds to know how to work with and know how to embody these rituals that allow us to feel so connected and creative and inspired and yeah so I'm really just sharing all this with you all to know that it's been such a journey and I'm on this journey of deep learning, of healing the womb space and, and leading a cyclical life, like leading a life according to my hormones and knowing when I'm bleeding to back off, to do more yin yoga, to have heat around the womb and to listen to that space to know that when I'm ovulating I'm going to go rip it up at the gym if I want to and to know the difference of how my body wants to be treated day to day moment to moment and yeah so may you have the courage to tune in to listen to that sacred space and to lead from that space and know that whatever you're navigating you are not alone and yeah i'm looking at la luna she's shining bright and reminding us to do the same so um stay tuned there's going to be a really epic episode posted here shared here with my dear sister mm, she's a feminine astrologer her name is margie connor and she really reads my chart and puts it on blast through the lens of Greek mythology. And it's just so epic. And I'm really excited to share that with you all. So in the process of editing that, and then we'll be sharing that. So stay tuned. And the podcast is getting some love. Um, and it's a journey, <laughs> like everything I've said here, but um, she's getting some love. We're going to do a little revamp of this, the Badass Bohemian podcast. So stick around for that. And if you he heard a little clip of song and drum before this, that was literally a one-time clip that I took. So it's raw, it's real, it is what it is. And I might be recording another one same lyrics but just different vibe i just had the inspirational download the last full moon and i'm like yep she's gotta run with this so i did and i appreciate you all for receiving these raw expressions for holding the sacred space and may we continue to walk together if you're desiring to work together i'd be honored to guide you on your healing of connecting to the sacred womb of healing and of he just 
just leading of co-creating i work deeply with the the medicine of cacao and host one-on-one cacao sessions i also do cacao ceremonies on a monthly basis and i have a whole badass business program that is business according to the energy systems within our bodies the chakras and also weaving in astrology and hello there a cat is literally walking up to me right now as i'm recording and it's interesting because cat medicine has come in a lot lately so i love this good friends um so that's a psychic sign and where was i Hmm. energy systems business weaving in also how to do business according to your cycle and show up from your authentic truth so i'd be honored to guide you in that journey and coming soon herbal astrology readings where i read your chart and also am able to look at misalignments and guide you towards the herbal remedies that will support you in coming back into divine alignment so stay tuned for that sweet loves and in the meantime would love to sit with cacao with you work through any blockages that are happening within your body to recenter and lead a life where you can listen to your wisdom that's found within you Mm. all right sweet loves i love you i love you i love you and have a magical day wherever you are and happy full moon if you're listening on the full moon